This is Dawn Schuler, certified trainer and business consultant at the Schuler Group with When People Thrive, Companies Thrive podcast. Back in episode 154, Failed Customer Service, I talked about an incident that my husband Mark had with various dental practices around our region. And he is very happy now ensconced at a dental school. Who even knew these existed? It makes sense, right? You have up and coming dentists. They need to practice. This is their residency, so to speak. Well, on whom do they practice? On each other? Sometimes. They get all their cleanings for free because they're doing some of these procedures on each other. Well, what about more than just the regular cleaning that a person needs? What about some of those more advanced cases? What about being able to look into somebody's mouth and say, ah, I know what's going on here. We should do fill in the blank. So it makes sense when you start to think about it that there is such a thing as a dental school and they need patients. So you can go to a dental school and get your dental work done at a much lower cost. But it's not just about the cost. As Mark and I discussed the various experiences he'd had with some of our local dental practices and experiences he'd had at dental schools, mainly back in California because he'd lived there for so many years, we really looked at what is the agenda of a dental practice versus a dental school. This also goes back to our model that we teach, POM, Purpose, Outcome, Method. So you need your teeth cleaned or you need some dental work. The purpose of a dental practice and even a dental school is that they provide dental services. Great, that's their purpose. What is the desired outcome though? In a dental practice, it is to make money. I've worked with dental consultants before, and the model that they use with their clients, dental practices, is that when you have a customer, a client, a patient, you are looking for what you can upsell to that person, client, customer, to extend the ROI of that patient. A patient who has really good dental hygiene, no dental problems, is eh, a so-so customer. Sure, they might come in every six months to get their cleaning. You might insist upon them getting x-rays once a year, 
But if they don't have any fillings, they don't need any crowns, they don't need implants, there's not much you can do. So they really like the more challenging patients because that is where they can extend their services, they can recommend certain procedures, and they get more money. So part of the purpose of a traditional dental practice is, yes, provide dental services, and it's also to be profitable. No harm, no foul. That's how we all get along in a capitalistic society. We need money in order to thrive. That's part of what we need to thrive, let me just say. A dental school, its purpose is, yes, provide dental services, and it is also to teach these new dentists all sorts of procedures. So the purpose is very similar, provide dental service. What's the desired outcome? In a dental practice, the desired outcome is make as much money as possible from this particular patient. Hopefully, many dental practices might have the outcome of providing great customer service. Although if you go back and listen to episode 154, you'll see that some dental practices, just like many other companies, aren't nearly as committed to customer service as they might say they are. A dental school's outcome, the desired outcome is provide a teaching environment that is supervised because a supervisor has to sign off on any procedure. That's one of the reasons why Mark loves going to a dental schools. According to him, he gets twice the attention because the dental student does whatever he or she does and then a supervisor comes over and reviews it, checks in, signs off or not. So he has two people looking at his situation and going from there. Here's an example. At a local dental office, Mark had a complete workup done. All of these things that needed to be done probably is going to total thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars. Implants are involved, all sorts of things. He has a problematic tooth where a crown has fallen off and they're trying to figure out what to do. The dental practice said, oh, we got to pull it. We got to pull it fast. That's going to be the first place where you put the implant, etc." Now Mark goes to the dental school and the supervisor reviewing what the dental student is doing says, you know, I don't know if we have to pull it. We might be able to save it enough to put another crown on it. And because he's not seeing it as crucial 
let's get all these other things in place and then we'll make the determination. So what that says is, in one instance, the dental practice says, this has to go now, we have to do it, we have to do it in this way, that's going to be probably about $1,000. In another instance, the dental school says, well, I think we can save it, follow these procedures, and we'll check back in as we are going through the rest of your plan. That purpose outcome method, what's the purpose? What's the desired outcome? And then all of that information determines what methods are we going to use? So if a company's desired outcome is make as much money from this client as possible, what methods do you think they're going to employ? If another organization's desired outcome is, let's this, let us, let this be a valuable teaching experience where the student gets some real life experience and knowledge. Do you think those methods are going to be different? You can look at it as what's the agenda. It's just another way to say that purpose outcome method. We all have that as individuals in our personal lives, in our professional lives. What works really well is when everyone is on board. So going to more of an internal company way of being, collaboration, teams, etc. Let's say there's a project and at the beginning of the project, everybody that's involved spends some time with purpose outcome method. What is the purpose of this project? What is the desired outcome? And those answers inform what methods are we going to use? Everyone's on board, right? Because if everybody is part of that discussion, you know what the purpose is, you know what the desired outcome is, you've all talked about it, you've all collaborated on it, you've all come to an agreement, then the methods you use, everybody's on board with. The problem is when the purpose and the outcome are not divulged. And it's when you have to think about what's that person's agenda in this situation. If you walked into a dental practice, and by the way, I apologize to any dentists or dental practice workers who are listening to this and are offended, perhaps your office does it differently. What I know is my experience from working with dental consultants as well as my experience being a patient as well as other people's experience. But your office might do it differently. All right, let's go back to the scenario. What if you walk into a dental practice and you say, so what's your purpose outcome method? What's your agenda? 
if they were honest about their real agenda, which is, yes, we want you as a returning customer, returning patient, and we do see you as an opportunity for additional services. And we are going to recommend additional services most likely that you might need, but it might not be a 100% surety that you do. That would probably really change your outlook of being a patient of this particular practice. Again, we all have agendas. We all have our purpose. We all have our desired outcome. Are we transparent in what those are? When we have a conversation with our partner about what we want to do this weekend, are we extremely transparent about the purpose and the desired outcome? Or are we hedging a bit, giving a little bit of information and hoping that our partner picks up on what it is we really want and is on board. That's probably not a recipe for success. Better is being very upfront at the beginning and saying, as we go into the weekend, this is how I want to feel, this is what I'd like to accomplish, This is what I'd like to do. By the end of the weekend, this is how I want to feel. Isn't that a much different conversation than, oh, you know, I'm good. We can do whatever. It's all okay. And then being disappointed and perhaps even resentful Sunday evening when what you were really hoping for does not manifest. That's a personal example. Now take it to the professional realm. Same thing. You're working on this project. You really feel that ABC is very important, but you're not sure how it's going to be received, or you've sort of mentioned it before, or maybe you've even mentioned it once. Nobody's bringing it up in the meeting you're disappointed, you do a lackluster job as far as your role in that project and you end up resentful because it didn't really do what you were hoping to do. You weren't able to do what you were hoping to do. So what's next? I recommend using the POM tool purpose, outcome, method as much as possible in almost every interaction from what is this meeting about? Let's get started on this project. How do we want the evening to go? How do we want this date to go? What about a vacation? What about an initiative? Goals, objectives, strategies. This conversation, a phone call, an email, 
a, a Zoom meeting. I get a Quaden call. Purpose, outcome, method. My desired outcome for you is that I hope you have found great value and a tool that you can use to really get the results you want, collaborate more effectively, and have endeavors in which you truly thrive. Until next time, may you thrive.